And this is the introduction and salutation to Revelations. Grace to you and peace from him, from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And on his account, all the tribes of the earth will wail. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, said the Lord God who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we are grateful that you are a God for every season and in every season. That you walked with the generations before us you walk with every generation now and shall walk with every generation to come. How great is your glory. How awesome your majesty. We are grateful that you are our God and that you have made us your people. Amen. Karen, you have a birthday, huh? Don't look shocked. I'm not calling you to the principal's office. It's just wonderful how God works because yesterday I was able to see Florence. Now, Florence, I think, is 95 or 96 years old. So now that you're 28, I want to ask you a question. Good pastor. Have you ever considered what you will be doing at 95? Mm. From your lips to God's ears, dear. <laughs> 95. Most of us don't, don't think about what we're going to be doing at 95. I mean, do you ever wonder what you're going to be doing when you're 95 years old? Is it your dream at 95 years old to attend over 400 events every year? Meetings, ceremonies, presentations, receptions, charity events, more than one official event every single day, 365 days a year. At 95, my biggest hope is to be able to get out of bed without help. Queen Elizabeth II, however, still attends more than 400 events 
every year. I get tired just thinking about attending that many events. So it makes perfect sense that Her Majesty has an official stand-in to help her out. Her name is Ella Slack, a British woman who was chosen in the 80s to serve as Queen Elizabeth's stand-in for every dress rehearsal. The queen is far too busy to spend all day at dress rehearsals. So Ms. Slack serves as her stand-in for these practice events. Now, how did she get the job? She was working for the British Broadcasting Corporation when they were preparing to film a national memorial service. Queen Elizabeth was undergoing the dress rehearsal for that day's ceremony, but the sun kept getting in her eyes. Now, members of the stage crew offered to help uh, to take her place, but they were all men of around six feet tall, and they wanted someone who would be at the same height so they would know exactly how things are going, camera angles, all of that. Well, a producer spotted Miss Slack, who is only five feet tall, two inches shorter than the queen. Miss Slack was more than happy to serve. As the queen stand-in, then, and she has served in that position ever since. She receives no pay, but she does get to meet members of the royal family, and she gets to ride in the queen's carriage. The one thing she is not allowed to do, can you guess? Sit on the throne. Not allowed to sit on the throne. Christ the King Sunday reminds us that we, too, are stand-ins for royalty. Unlike Ms. Slack, our pay is literally out of this world. We are representatives of the King of Kings in this world. But what does that mean? What does it mean to represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in our world today? The answer is found in the greeting John uses to begin his revelation. The answer is found in the title of this sermon. What does it mean to represent King Jesus? Grace to you. Showing in every word and deed the magnitude, the very gift, of these words, grace to you. You know, you learn a lot in seminary, and some of it you actually remember. In the parables, one phrase we hear over and over again is, the kingdom of God is like. That's what makes it a parable. Parables are always about the kingdom of God. And so we hear over and over again, the kingdom of God 
is like. One of my professors said that whenever Jesus talked about the kingdom of God, what he was really saying was, imagine a world where. Imagine a world where a rich man throws a party and invites the outcasts of society to come and feast. Imagine a world where a Samaritan goes out of his way to help a man who held him in contempt. Imagine a world where a son who walks away from his family and actually curses his father's name is welcomed back with open arms. Imagine a world, in other words, where all of the stand-ins for the king lived and breathed those three words. Grace to you. Extravagant grace to you. Grace is such a rare gift in the world. And that is quite a thing to say in a world that is filled with Christians. Grace should not be rare at all with so many stand-ins of the king walking around. And peace rather than criticism and condemnation. Forgiveness and encouragement, rather than angry spirits and jealous souls. Words of praise, offers of help, living by the dominion of our King's love in all we say and do. As one pastor said, that's our job, to be a royal priest rather than a royal pain. The book of Revelation begins, Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. The last words of the Revelation are, the grace of the Lord, the Lord Jesus, be with all the saints. Do you get the point? The entire book begins with grace. It ends with grace. Today is the last Sunday of the Christian year. We end with grace. But next Sunday ushers in Advent and our new year. And we shall begin with the greatest of grace ever given. The birth of God into our world. But Mary is not the only one who is called to give birth to Jesus Christ. All of us are. 
and to live lives. Stand-ins of the King. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Grace to you. And grace through you. Amen.